It is Monday, August 31st, 2020. You ever buy crunchy peanut butter when you meant to buy smooth, but you don't realize it until you get home, open the peanut butter, and start to smear it on your English muffin? Yeah, that fucking blows. Uh, all of that and so much more on episode 34, the David Ortiz episode of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Thank you as always, Ken. I appreciate that. Um, so, yep, it is it's Monday. Very exciting. Uh, just another gem of a weekend here on planet Earth. Um, Portland, Oregon is turned into fucking Fury Road. With the worst people on both sides showing up to yell at one another about shit that they likely don't understand. And then another fucking sociopath shows up uh, with a gun and starts shooting. This time a leftist supporter is the one pulling the trigger. Uh, fuck that guy. Just like the fucking guy in Kenosha. String them both up. I don't give a fuck. Uh, did you know there's still a global pandemic going on? I don't know if you folks were aware of this, but we just hit big number. The United States, as always, number one. And now we are number one in coronavirus cases. Just hit six million coronavirus cases. But it's still nothing, right? Is that right? So I hear from a lot of different people. It's nothing. It's bullshit. Still hear that, which... Blows my fucking mind. It, it, the tenor of the show, if you've listened long enough, is that my mind is blown constantly. I'm a fucking idiot. So my mind is easily blown on a regular basis. So when shit like that happens, my mind is blown. But look, just because things have may have improved where you are or where I am doesn't mean that this whole thing has fucking ended or it's a hoax or whatever you know you think you may know about epidemiology. Excuse me. If you don't have doctor before your fucking name, please don't share your dumb fucking opinion. I don't want to hear it. Because the minute you open your mouth, I sound dumber. Wait. See what happens? The minute you open your mouth, I sound dumber. That's, that's not what was supposed to happen there. I was supposed to say, the minute you open your mouth, I get dumber. But it works both ways, right? I already sound dumb, so that's fine. But that's it. I, I can't, you know, I, I try to use this as a uh, platform to sort of, I don't want to say kill time, but kind of, kind of kill time. So uh, the anger and frustration isn't very good um, for my health. 
which by the way, apparently is pretty much fucking perfect. Not perfect. That's probably the wrong word, but uh, blood test uh, a couple weeks ago, went to the doctor on Thursday. I don't, I, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this on Thursday show. I don't think so. I was talking about more serious shit on Thursday. So, uh, but blood test came back and you know, the obvious issue is that I'm fat. But, you know, I went because I was feeling like dog shit. So he, uh, the doctor uh, takes blood, sends it to the lab. He's like, all right, we're going to test fucking everything. See what's going on. All right. Hey, terrific. That's, that works for me. And what comes back is basically, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. So, okay. And now I'm a fucking hypochondriac apparently. But he's a very thorough doctor, which I like. Uh, took the time to literally go through the results line by line. Uh, and as he did the last time I had blood work, we started right at the top with the cholesterol. The man is stunned at my cholesterol numbers. And he has said this to me uh, three times. Where uh, it is like... Uh, the bad cholesterol is something like is 78 and the good cholesterol is 60 or vice versa, one of the two. But they are magnificent cholesterol numbers, especially for a fat sack of fat like myself. But, you know, the blood is fucking pumping freely through this cold black heart of mine, which is nice, which is uh, a relief. Uh, my blood pressure is still pretty poor. Uh, he seems to think, though, that most of it is hereditary because it has basically remained constant throughout the course of the last few years when he has played with my uh, medication. So I'm on a couple different medications for uh, the, the blood pressure, but, you know, it hasn't really gone up. It went down from, you know, prior uh, to the meds, which is great. But, you know, basically, more or less, it, the conversation then turned to, okay, well, David, you're fat. So, all these things that you are feeling is most likely because you're fat. So, stop being fat. A reasonable request, I would say, from the doctor, who, he's not obese, he's an average guy. I had a doctor one time, this fucking guy had the balls to literally hand me, like, you know, nutritional pamphlets every time I saw him. And he was fat. Like, this dude was unkempt, fat. Uh, he he could not tie a tie. I have a feeling, I always thought that, you know, he had someone tie the tie for him one time, and then he never undid the knot and wore that same tie every day. But he was frumpy, like, breathing problems, and he was a doctor. Oh, so fucking weird. And I had this guy for like, I think I saw him for like three years. And he never, he never really did anything for me other than tell me I was fat. Which, look, I don't need a doctor to tell me that. I could just look in the fucking mirror. I'd rather not because it's gross. So I'd try not to do it. But I didn't need this fucking guy to tell me I was fat. But this fat fuck had the balls to hand me pamphlets every single fucking time I saw him. Oh, man. 
God, that guy sucked. Wish I could remember his name. I'd call his ass out on this podcast that no one listens to. But yeah, you know, uh, came back great. You know, the only couple of uh, vitamin issues. I mean, I take a fucking shit ton of supplements. I'm a supplement fiend. Vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin B12, fish oil. I was taking turmeric, but I stopped taking the turmeric because I think that's what was making me feel like shit. Uh, and then I take um, uh, Alpha Brain. I think I've mentioned that before. That I take Alpha Brain. It does nothing for me. But now I'm afraid what's going to happen if I stop. I'm going to get even dumber than I already am. Ugh. He increased the vitamin D3 and the B12. Uh, I am thinking about adding a couple other things like a B6 and a folate. Um to see what happens. I don't know. Probably nothing. Probably all of this is crap, but you know, who knows? I'm not a doctor. So that was the good news for the week. Well, not, not, that wasn't all the good news. I, uh, we have, uh, finalized, we closed on the property on, uh, Friday. So that's all done. We are scheduled now to move on the 26th of this month. So, I think in terms of the show that you don't really care about, uh, I'm going to record on that Monday prior to that. And then I'll put out a, a best of on Thursday and then probably take a week off. Um, just because I don't know what the setup's going to be like and, and whatnot. So uh, exciting times. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be, It'll be good. Uh, my wife is incredibly excited. Uh, probably, well, I shouldn't say probably. She's way more excited than I am. Not that I'm, and I tried to express this to her. It's not that I'm not excited. That's not it at all. I'm excited. You know, I'm not just as fucking fired up about it right now as she is. I will be far more excited when we're actually uh, physically moving. That's what like you know, I'll get excited when we get in the house and we can do shit. I'll get excited about that. Even though I told her yesterday that I'm not going to actually do anything, uh, in the house itself. I don't know how to do anything, um, handy. I'm not a handy person. I've expressed that on the show previously. So, what I told her is that I would use the shed slash pool house as the uh, experimental area, if you will. We're going to practice some shit out there. See if I can't fix a thing or two there. And if and if it goes well, move that, uh, move some you know smaller projects into the house, the house itself. Because she's so giddy about this uh, this house that the last thing I want to do is fuck things up. I don't want to be that house that has a bunch of half-finished projects and fucking weird plywood shit all over the place. Like It skeeves me out because I don't like it. And it's a perception thing. And I honestly, I don't give a fuck what other people think about me or, you know, or, or what the property may look like. Um... 
I care about my perception of the property. I don't want it to look like crap. So, you know, if something needs to be done, that's at all major. I will uh, farm that out to a professional or a uh, high quality pseudo professional. Not like the low quality pseudo professional that came and fucked up this uh, townhouse. So, but the weekend was full. We did did a lot of stuff, you know, falling into that suburban homeowner cycle, which, as I've mentioned previously, kind of skeeves me out. Um, but, you know, we went to fucking Lowe's, uh, figured out carpet and furniture and uh, appliances. Uh, we went to uh, Jordan's Furniture, free plug for Jordan's. We went there and ordered bedroom furniture, started looking at uh, couches. And then we went to Home Goods and bought a bunch of crap. We went to Home Goods twice, two different Home Goods, and bought a bunch of fucking shit twice. Like, Jesus. Some stuff we needed. Some stuff we didn't. But, you know, I uh, this is what she wants to do. She's very excited. I'm happy that she's excited. So it works for me. A lot of sports this weekend, of course. Um, the Bruins are done. Dunzo. They just can't uh, get anything going. It's very, very odd the way that they're playing. It's not as if they're a step slow or slower, I should say, than Tampa. And they kind I mean, they are in some aspects. The thing of it is, I don't think Tampa is like, you know, head and shoulders better than the Bruins. I don't think that's it at all. I, I mean, part of it has been... And I hate using this term, but puck luck. I mean, there's been no fucking puck luck for the Bruins at all in the last three games. Zero. Uh, Vasilevsky, the goalie for Tampa, very good. He's a good goalie, but they're making this... The Bruins are making him look like fucking Patrick Waugh, which he is not. He's not. He's not even... I, I don't know. I don't know what else you'd call him. But, you know, a lot of... A lot of odd passes from guys who typically don't make odd passes. It's almost as if they're afraid or scared that uh, scared of screwing up and having uh, Tampa, um, you know, uh, take advantage of that fuck up. That's how I think they've been playing. So game five tonight, I don't have any confidence at all, which probably means they're going to come out and fucking roll. But, I mean, it, and I can't even really fault um, Halak. I don't, you know, there's there's been a couple. There was a goal uh, on, on Saturday that he should have made the save on. I mean, should have caught it. it. Went right over his fucking glove. But, I mean, honestly, for the most part, a lot of, a lot of the goals that he's given up in this series have not been, you know, uh, amazing plays by Tampa. There's been... A ton of deflections, um, you know, a ton of screens, just shit that, you know, you can't fault the goalie for. You have to fault the defenseman in front of him. So I'm curious to see how this goes. On the flip side, the Celtics, holy fuck. 
the Celtics looked amazing yesterday. Just, I mean, they fucking blew doors. Blew doors, and it was awesome to see. The best part, they've been struggling all season with the uh, the center position. Now, it's not to say that the guys that they have playing center aren't good, because I think Cantor and Daniel Tice are good, serviceable fives. But Robert Williams coming off the bench and playing close to 20 minutes yesterday, that might be a revelation. If he can come off the bench and give that or half that every game, one, they're going to they're gonna fucking, they're going to roll in this series. And I really think they, if they end up playing the Bucs, uh, they're going to give the Bucs trouble. I really think Miami could come out and beat the Bucs in that series, the Heat. It wouldn't shock me at all. In fact, I took the Heat um, in the series bet. I think it was plus 330. Good value, because I really think Miami could win that series. But we'll see. Um, also in sports, my father-in-law, Larry, got to take batting practice at uh, Floor Field down in Gr- uh, Greenville, South Carolina, home of the uh, Boston Red Sox single-A affiliate, the Greenville Drive. Now, I like Larry. I like Larry. So I'm going to give Larry... Uh, I'm going to give Larry props here. The guy's in his mid-60s, and he's fucking raking batting practice balls. It was impressive. Uh, I would not be able to do that. I can't hit a baseball to save my life. So this dude's out there looking ridiculous, taking these short swings, and he's fucking raking the ball. It was interesting. So uh, props to Larry for that. Nicely done. That's the uh, benefit of... Uh, being a season ticket holder for the drive. They're not playing games there, so they're like, yeah, let's open shit up. It's South Carolina. We don't give a fuck about anything. And uh, let's let these guys take BP. Sure enough, there you go. Took BP. Pretty cool experience, you know? Probably paid 30, 40 bucks for those season tickets, and he gets to fucking take BP. That's a, a nice fringe benefit. Um, But... Gambling this week sucked. Not good. Couldn't hit a fucking thing. Down for the week. Not good. There was one positive, however, in the world of sports. I've already fucked that up because there's been more than one positive. What am I saying? But another positive is I'm having trouble breathing. Oh, God. I, I, you know what? I, I can't be drinking seltzer before these shows. Because then I just sit here and fucking burp into the microphone. It's gross. I apologize. Um, But uh, football started. Yeah, that's right. I bet you didn't know that. There was a college football game uh, Saturday night in what I'm pretty sure is being called the guinea pig bowl. Ah, week zero of the 2020 college football season, and we had a battle to kick things off as the Governors of Austin P take on Central Arkansas, a matchup in what the NFL is calling the Guinea Pig Bowl. 
With the NFL season kicking off in just two weeks, league officials are keeping a close eye on this game to see who brings it on the field and see how many guys end up with a fever and future cardiovascular issues. Austin P got off to a great start with a 75-yard touchdown run on the first play from scrimmage for freshman C.J. Evans. Then things got a bit sloppy as baby shit with turnovers all over the place, quarterbacks punting, and both teams avoiding third-down conversions like a fucking smash-mouth concert. It was going to be tough for the Governors as they were without their leading receiver D'Angelo Wilson and all three of their long snappers. Neither team disclosed their COVID-19 results from this week as it seems the NCAA suddenly gives a fuck about HIPAA laws, so I'm sure it's just a weird coincidence that these guys didn't play. In the fourth quarter, the action started to heat up when Austin P took a late lead on a touchdown scramble from quarterback Jeremiah Oatsvall with a minute 40 to go. But Central Arkansas came, in, came out, drove down the field for an eventual game-winning touchdown pass from Braylon Smith with 10 seconds to go for a 24-17 win. Tough loss for those of us that had Austin P plus four, but a great start to what should totally be a fucking bananas football season. I recorded that like six times, probably more than that. It took it took way too long uh, to record it. Like right now, it's it's quarter one. Usually, I have the show done by this time, but it took me so fucking long to record that. Uh, and so that's probably why I've sounded like shit more so than usual. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. I got a I got a real kick out of doing that. I got some good feedback on the the fake commercial I did last week for the uh, uh, the Charred Oak Tavern, which is a legitimate restaurant, it's a real place. So I figured I would uh, make another fake uh, commercial. Yeah, it's fun. I like doing that. So maybe I'll do more of those. Those are those are pretty good. I need to throw in some more chuckles, some more yucks. You know, uh, I'm not the funniest person on the planet, so. Anytime that I can add a little gusto with some laughs, it's uh, very helpful. You know, there you go. But uh, yeah, honestly, the game was pretty fucking terrible. Uh, the quarterback apparently uh, punted seven times. The quarterback from Austin P. And and I'm sure that you noticed from the the bit. Uh, I like saying Austin P. I don't know why. Just a funny name for a school, Austin P. Anyway. Uh, check out this, these, Ugh, man, check out this actual commercial and then we'll be right back. All right. Uh, as it is Monday, it is time for three gripes. I'm going to apologize in advance as, uh, I just had a minor meltdown due to um, Google Chrome really fucking pissing me off and freezing in the middle of the show. So then I went up and had lunch and ate too much, and now I feel like shit. So it could be reflected in the quality of this next segment, which basically means it's going to be probably even worse than usual, which I say often, but this is probably pretty accurate. <clears throat> Gripe number one. The fucking uh, from Boston guy in the Sam Adams 
the current Sam Adams uh, ad campaign. Listen, the 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 people in this city and in this area get a lot of fucking stick from the rest of the country, and quite frankly, for the most part, it is probably deserved. There are a ton of really fucking shitty people up here. A ton. So it's deserved. However, what we don't need is Sam Adams, which is, these days, a mediocre beer. It used to be very good before people realized that they could make beer, you know, taste better. Um, but now they've come out with this ad campaign that I, I can't for the life of me figure out why they would greenlight this thing. What possesses these people? To put this fucking douchey looking guy with the phony accent in their commercial and say, oh, this is going to fucking sell tons of units. What? Oh, yeah. So you have this, you know, fake Boston guy being a fucking prick. Uh, you know. Trying trying to fucking push beer. I, I cannot figure that out. And again, I am nothing more than a wannabe ad man. That has been established, well established, throughout the history of this program. But, you know, the accent, for one, is fucking terrible. Are there not any commercial actors from Boston or in Boston that a Boston-based company cannot find? They probably have somebody in their own fucking office that could do a better job than this guy. And, and quite frankly, I did zero research. For all I know, this guy could fucking be from Charlestown or Everett. Who knows? But they probably said, oh, you really need to play up that accent. It, but the whole fucking campaign stinks. It just fucking stinks. Your cousin from Boston. Fuck off. I mean, honestly, it's just dumb. And it's it, it's borderline insulting, really, because people from Boston who will watch this are going to watch it and say, what the fuck is with this guy? But they'll say it in such a way that it doesn't sound something like, what the fuck is with this guy? I can't even I can't even fake a Boston accent because I already fucking have it, which in and of itself is annoying. Because every time you go somewhere and some oh you must be from Boston, yes, fucking smarty pants, thank you. You must be from uh, non-regional part of America. Ah, it just fucking pissed me off. I don't like any of those commercials. And I don't know if you could tell or not, but yeah, fuck that. Ugh. All right. I thought I really thought I'd get more length out of that other than I hate it. But that's all I can really that's all I can do. Let's just say I fucking hate it. I don't like that those commercials. I find myself spending an awful lot of time on the show talking about commercials, which is weird. But I, you know, you watch enough TV, which, you know, and I watch the same kind of TV over and over again, so I'm going to get the same kind of commercials. For example, you watch enough hockey, 
you're going to memorize every single Discover Card commercial. Because apparently, they're the only ones that are fucking advertising with the NHL. There's another thing. Somebody's missing the boat there. I don't know who. But that's a big audience. Not as big as, you know, in the NBA or football. and But it's bigger than baseball right now. I can guarantee that. All right. <clears throat> Gripe number two. And look, this is hacky as fuck. But fuck pumpkin spice. Can we just let Starbucks have their flavor? They invented it. I looked it up. They were the first, uh, you know, uh, large, commercially successful pumpkin spice purveyor. And it said 2003 was when they came out with the pumpkin spice latte, which, from what I recall, has started this whole thing. 2003 seemed a little early to me, but, I mean, I I haven't really been drinking Starbucks for very long, which, by the way, uh, I am now so tired of Dunkin' Donuts coffee and how shitty it's gotten over the last few years that uh, Starbucks is a better product than Dunkin' Donuts. Sacrilege around here but it's fucking true dunkin donuts has gotten so lazy and so fixated on shitty snacks that the quality of their coffee has taken a fucking nosedive honeydew one starbucks two uh shit that i make in my kitchen three dunkin donuts number 27 there are fucking 23 other spots Occupied by something better than current Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Go back, say, even like five years. Go back five years and Dunkin' Donuts is probably neck and neck with Honeydew. I've been a Honeydew guy forever, so I I love Honeydew. But Jesus Christ. So the pumpkin thing now. Starbucks will have a bunch of pumpkin shit. Not a bunch. They still only have the latte, and then they I think they have one food product. But then Dunkin' Donuts goes and comes back with a pumpkin, pumpkin spice coffee. Uh, the pumpkin donut, phenomenal. It's a phenomenal product. I, I, will, I will have no complaints over the pumpkin donut at Dunkin' Donuts. Although I shouldn't say that. It's Dunkin'. They don't fucking talk about donuts. They'd rather give you a bag of shitty bacon and cream cheese filled bagels that they stole from Starbucks. But the problem with pumpkin spice as a whole is that now every fucking company in the country has co opted it for God knows what. So there's pumpkin flayton. And here's the other problem if you fucking just eat pumpkin, it tastes like shit. It has to be pumpkin spice because the spice is, you know, like nutmeg, cinnamon, uh, probably some other shit, sugar. But pumpkin itself tastes like crap. So it has to be spiced. So now you have pumpkin spice everything, everywhere. The worst, and what what really fucking fired me up about it was uh, stop and shop will have an entire, like, end cap or 
section, like a seasonal section, and it is literally nothing but pumpkin spiced flavored shit. I mean, fucking every they'll have a pumpkin spice flavored seltzer. Who the fuck drink? Who would drink that? Nobody. If you want to have the pumpkin spice cake and the pumpkin spice candy, all right, whatever. But like, you know, Stop and Shop has this weird thing where they feel the need that they need to have like a flavor of the month. And so there'll be occasions like lemons. They have like a lemon cello month. And it's fucking lemon cello everything. The whole section is a bunch of lemon cello shit. And it always ends up in the discount bin. Tons of it. Because they have all kinds of lemon cello shit that nobody wants. Come, say, November, you're going to see a bunch of pumpkin spice shit that nobody wants. But, I mean, Stop and Shop is taking up valuable real estate from shit that people actually want to eat by filling it with pumpkin spice crap. And there's no reason for it. You're not you're not doing anything different than anybody else with this. It's not as if you're creating uh, you're not you're not making something so uh, bananas outside of the box here with your pumpkin spice flavored fucking spaghetti sauce or whatever it is that you have because nobody wants it. Anybody that buys it, they're buying it as a fucking joke. So uh, are you just sort of trying to take advantage of the jokey? hacky pumpkin spice uh, trend by putting that shit on your shelves in mid-August? No. Get the fuck out. Let fucking Starbucks have their thing. Come out with your one pumpkin spice product and just leave it alone. That's it. Enough. Enough. And that, you know, that whole bit, that, I mean, this that entire gripe, hacky as fuck. But it needs to be said. It needs to be said. If I get through to one person, one person that's listening to this says, you know what, Dave's right. Enough of this shit. Well, then it was worth it. Gripe number three. School nurses are going to get absolutely fucking porked. Porked. These poor people are caught between school administrators that don't want any of your little germ-ridden fucking rodents in schools and the parents of the germ-filled rodents who are sick of having to raise them on a daily basis. They're fucking caught in the middle. Because once this fucking school shit starts up again... Uh, you know, every kid that sniffles is going to get sent to the nurse's office. And the parents of those kids are going to call the nurse to chew them out while the administrators are going to ask why that sniffly asshole showed up to school with the sniffles. The only one with any fucking semblance of medical training is going to get absolutely porked. Nurse's office as, as a whole at schools are essentially broom closets. And then you're going to send, you're going to send some fucking snot-nosed kid in there 
uh, you know, because he has a cold, probably. And then the nurse is going to have to, I can't even imagine what sort of protocols these people are going to have to go through. And it's not as if they, it's a team. It's likely one person, unless you're in a gigantic school district with multiple schools, sorry, with multiple schools, you know, you're going to have one nurse per school, um, you know, having to deal with all of this crap, this, what is going to amount to some serious paranoia on a number of different levels. And it won't be everybody. Look, a lot of people are going to ha- should handle it reasonably well. But I saw a report the other day sitting at Chili's of all places having dinner. And Chili's, for whatever reason, had NBC News on every fucking television, which I didn't understand. But they talked about school nurses and it got me thinking, these people are fucked. You know, they probably make like 70 grand, 80 grand a year. Maybe they make a little more. Who knows? I would imagine. I mean, just like teachers, they probably should make a little bit more. But, you know, they're going to have to fucking put up with this crap. And I feel I feel terrible. Because somebody's going to have to be the sounding board for all this for, for each individual school. And my my guess is that, you know. The, uh, the the Hardo assistant principal at the, the local junior high is going to go over to the nurse and be like, okay, uh, how do we how do we handle this? Even though they've probably discussed it 17,000 times, fucking Hardo Jones there is busy pounding his fist against the desk to yell at children for being children to actually listen to what they're talking about. But uh, this is all fucking fantasy. I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. <laughs> Everybody had an assistant principal, no matter, like, the assistant principal was always the fucking tough nuts. That was the guy you were supposed to be afraid of. And when you look back on it, you're like, why the fuck was this guy the fucking hardo? I had a an assistant principal. Man, what? when was that? Holy shit. It's like elementary school or junior high school. Mr. Bruno. I don't know if he was the assistant or if he, no, he was, he was the assistant. Mr. Bruno, just an intimidating name. And he was a short, stocky dude uh, who ended up being like the fucking sweetest guy. But when you're in school, you know, everybody talks about how Mr. Bruno is a badass and he'll, you know, don't piss off Mr. Bruno. He'll yell at you. And he did. Remember? Yeah, it was junior high. So I had detention. I got in a lot of trouble in junior high school for no, you know, it was all dumb shit. I didn't. You know, but it, it's just sort of, uh, you know, it gives you an idea of why I'm sitting in front of a microphone unemployed talking to no one. But I got detention one time and his big thing was making kids right. Yeah, like, what the fuck's a big deal? Gives a shit. So he would plop us down in the, in the cafeteria after school. And he'd put a dictionary in front of you with a sheet of paper. And it was, uh, write the definitions to these 10 words. You know, and I'm, first time I looked at it, I look at it, I'm fucking laughing. Like, what the fuck is this guy? Mr. Bruno, you fucking douchebag. There's only 10 words on here. Look, word number one, truck. Do yourself a favor, folks. If you haven't looked up 
the word truck in the dictionary, holy shit. Needless to say, I never got to word number two. Because word number one took the entire hour of detention. Truck. That sneaky douchebag Bruno knew what he was doing. Huh? I got way off track here. Talk about school nurses. The only school nurse I remember was Mrs. Welsh. Yep, Mrs. Welsh. Nice lady. Obese woman. Short white hair and glasses. She'd let you sleep on the, uh, the fucking vinyl, uh, like, lounger that, that they all had. <laughs> oh, I'm not feeling well. All right, well, go lay down. Okay. Thank you, nurse. <laughs> That's some uh, awesome medical advice. Go lay down. But I don't, I, man, that is one position that I would not want to be in right now. I wouldn't want to be a teacher right now either, but I think school nurses have it the worst. Because if a school nurse says, hey, this is probably not the best idea, whoa, fucking rain of shit is going to come down from parents. And if a school nurse says, well, maybe we should give this a shot, whoa, fucking assistant principal Bruno and his crew are going to fucking rain down on the nurse. It's a no-win situation, and I feel terrible for them. Anyway, that is it for today's show. Uh, I appreciate your efforts in listening to the program. I would also, 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 also appreciate you uh, telling your friends about the program. It's really not that bad. It's also really not that great, but it's not that bad. And as I've said before, the idea is to build up. I think I'm going to go to 40 shows. And then if I'm still unemployed at 40, um, I'm going to take a different tack here and try to get some more, you know, put some real effort into getting people on the show. As opposed to just asking, hey, do you want to be on the show? Which is what I ask every week. And so far, I've had one response. And he's already been on the show. And he's probably going to be on the show again. But we'll see. Uh, however, if you want to be on the show, let me know. You can send me an email. Showmail at complaintsandobservations.com You can go to the Twitter page at ComplaintsPod or the Instagram page at ComplaintsPod. I wouldn't go to the Facebook page because fuck Facebook. Uh, there is a YouTube page that I don't do anything with, but feel free to subscribe. Um, if you have my number, give me a call. Shoot me a text. Uh, let, let's find something interesting to talk about. Something that you have knowledge of. The whole idea is I want to provide some sort of outlet for somebody to learn something. Something that you may know or do, perhaps your profession that you feel strongly uh, would be interesting to others. Or if you just happen to love your job so much that you want to talk about it, love it. Let's do it. I think it'd be kind of neat, you know? Talk about shit that maybe some people don't generally know. I don't know. Who knows? 
But anyway, that's all for today. Um, please, please, please uh, take care of yourself. Take care of others. Please think of others. I implore you, don't be so fucking selfish. It's not a good look. But until next time, thank you again. Godspeed. Ta-ta. <laughs>